Ladies and gentlemen of the Jerry podcast, we have an urgent bulletin for you that Josh is going to give you some directions on. Aaron Gwynn has just posted on his Instagram story that through Fox suspension, they are doing an Ask Aaron Gwynn Anything. So we're calling all of you listeners, all of you Joeys, to go on there as fast as you can and ask Aaron Gwynn a simple question. Will you be on the Joey Mountain Bike Podcast? The hope is, if enough of us do it, they'll take note and make him answer the question. Mm. And maybe okay. he'll quit doing his weird voice that he normally does when he calls in. Yeah, it's so strange. But you, you say you have to go. This is not sponsored. Blah blah blah. At Ride Fox Bike. It's not just at Fox. It's at Ride Fox Bike, and it's in the stories in there. So, yeah, go and go and ask him. Uh, we'll see what happens. Okay, on with the show. Welcome once again to the Joey Mountain Bike Podcast. You're welcome. Where we used to talk only about baby kangaroos, but now we have trained ourselves. Oh, wait, we've trained the said kangaroo to ride mountain bikes? Guys, you didn't tell me about this. We're, we're, yeah, we're, did you not get the memo? Me and Shane have worked super hard. Where's your kangaroo? Oh, gosh, you guys. I, uh, yeah, it, um, yeah, it's gone. I ate it. Anyway, today Absolutely we have man. with us on the show... The kangaroo trainers themselves, the men, the myth, the legends, starting with the one, the only, the man with a colon, Paul. Hi, I like to share my lawns with my co-people, thus co-lawns. <laughs> What's a co-people? Like, think about that. Like, Don't ask questions, Josh. Just keep sorry, reading. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Next up, we have the one himself coming to us from a hotel somewhere in North America. Oh. The one, the only, Shanene. <sighs> Hey, Josh, I am the one himself, Shanene, coming at where you, are you from a Holiday Inn in Colorado. In, no, I don't know where I am. Steamboat Springs. Steamboat Springs. Yeah. That's in, that's in uh, America? It's in America. Close. Very Steamboat close. Steamboat Springs sounds like a really like uh, old and dilapidated theme park. I was going to say, it sounds like Mickey Mouse like would ride his boat to Steamboat Springs. <laughs> Steamboat Springs <laughs> is dark right now that's what i can tell you because we drove in and it's dark it's supposed to be beautiful though it's colorado colorado oh i say it's a ski resort yes yes skiing um maybe on the company's dime tomorrow i'll whip out the credit card and whoa don't you're not supposed to announce it publicly when you do that stuff you just keep it on the down low well boss if you're watching i'm gonna be working really hard so In the underground uh, nuclear research facility, because you're Gordon Freeman. Oh yes, glasses. We did have, I don't know who commented it, but they said he's the dude from Half Life, and I don't, <laughs> I don't get the reference. Shane, literally, Shane pulled up his picture right before we started, and I said, "Oh my gosh, that's you! Like you are him." <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, it's who he is. Gordon Freeman. And last but not least, it is me, Josh. Not to be confused with Josh, my alter ego. I am Josh. All right, gentlemen, time to start with our normal segment called Where Did We Ride Last Week? Uh, can I, I can go first. I can go yeah. first. <clears throat> we had two days of sun. I enjoyed one of those days. It was a great time, and I rode some classics and stayed safe. Now, I've also been riding YouTube analytics. I've done some maths. I've done some figures. Shane, uh, I know you are super keen to know who is going to hit 100,000 subscribers first me or josh Ooh. it's something now, that he's made a big deal about for a long time yeah now, Paul, night- wait, wait, wait. we need to explain why we need to explain why because i started my channel a couple months before paul i think like three significant um, significant 
significant. Yeah, significant. Uh, years. Anyway, so I started my channel years before Paul. And Paul's first video was like obviously somebody who knows YouTube because it got Buka views. It's the Walmart bike at Whistler, right? Yeah, like te technically, I think it's like video number four, but it was the first one where I was like, okay, I'm going to do this properly. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then, so me and Paul started growing steadily together. And then, you know, I, I continued to grow at the rate I was and then realized, oh yeah, I have like, you know, responsibilities and a family and stuff. And then Paul was like, hey, what? I, I actually, you know, have heard of a family and I don't want that at all because all <laughs> I'm going to do is make YouTube my family. <laughs> um, and so... Paul it's has true just been, there. Yeah, Paul's just been killing it, but for some reason, <laughs> no, not for some reason, <laughs> his growth has been very good in gradually up, but for some reason, I just keep hanging in there and beating him, and it looks like there's <clears> still <throat> a chance I could beat him to 100,000 before he blows mm. past me. Wow. But the, so the thing is, so Shane, his, Josh is amazing at making garage videos, and oh, he yeah. knows that's his strength. No, mm. I'm joking. But Josh has got like the like the how to wheelie videos and the tubeless torture tests and stuff like that. And those Brilliant. are things that I, I don't have and I've never done because I can't and wheelie. My, and my mini truck video is really <clears throat> rampant hard right now, Paul. Watch is out. Is it? Oh, Ooh. damn. <laughs> so what happens is I'll do something big and I'm like, okay, here we go. But then Josh will just like find his bike or something do you know what i mean he'll find <laughs> his bike stolen bike back and he'll have the police the organize a sting operation and he'll get <laughs> hundreds of thousands of views and i'm like great another opportunity however things have been changed i think the stars aligned over the last couple of weeks i had a big i had a couple of big videos happen i've been in other people's big videos i think in the space of a week i was in an alex video a seth video and a jordan bruce master video all that all that Ooh. happened like ages ago but so i always but all the time josh was going to beat me to a hundred thousand so i did some maths using a sequence based formula which i will i will share here oh wow i'm sure you're Give all away your with insider this. secrets yeah so this was it now it was gonna. This is <laughs> Gordon. You'll be very yeah. familiar with this. Shane's um, looking very close to the camera. All right, so Paul, Josh. Going. Josh is currently 150 subs per day. If you are a subscriber on YouTube, you are. You can see my working here. Uh, but just subscribe to anything that we do, please. We really need it. So daily man, man by rider. He's on 150 subs per day. I am currently on 280, which actually jumped up to 300. I Ooh. just I just noticed. But we'll work, use this. Um, so you do this, uh, I believe it's a geometric sequence. Anyway, you put them equal to, <laughs> <laughs> you put them equal to each other. And then obviously do a little bit of arithmetic and you see that in 53 days, I will pass Josh. Now, next question. When are we, when are we due to hit a hundred thousand and Shane, you won't believe it, but it's actually 53 <laughs> days. Both of them. Yeah, Josh yeah. has 8,000 8, to go, and I have uh, 14,800. And look, I would beat him by just like literally on the day. Wow. <laughs> if we carry the current trend, mm -hmm. I would beat him on the day well. to 100,000. So please, ladies and gentlemen, tell your friends, subscribe to Paul the Punter, hashtag let's beat Josh. And, yeah. and anyway, it is so exciting. <laughs> when I saw That's these awesome. two pieces of paper, my nerdiness just took over and I just couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, <laughs> if this actually goes down like this, then we'll see. But and we'll then see. Paul, Paul texted me all of this.
And I said, you know what this is, right? I, I said, this is literally PewDiePie versus T-Series. Paul is the monster machine. I'm just trying to be the good old goober, you know, making low quality videos. And I can't, I can't win out forever. But if I beat you to 100,000, I'll never let you live it down. No, you won't. Even if like the next day I got 10,000 subscribers or something, it would never, it would never change what happened. But there no, we go. Shane, it's big news. And I was really excited to share this on this podcast. It's a battle for the ages. And I hope so, both of you win. I'm I, just, I, just, I just need to share this, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. And I said, <laughs> I made this meme and sent to John. <laughs> this is for audio listeners. As you know, I've, I've recently got a fan. <laughs> and like, it's the smashing the button meme where the goal is that I must beat daily. <laughs> I just smashed the van build button. See, if Paul does have to beat daily. If we had our own, uh, if we had our own meme, mine, mine at the top would be Josh trying to trying to keep his lead, and the button would be garage videos. <laughs> garage videos. <laughs> More garage videos. Let's talk about it. Doodly. Oh, anyway, where we ride? I, yeah. So, where did we I, ride I just, last week? I just uh, sorry. I just had to say, yeah. as you were doing all that, I was I was thinking. I was like, when you were talking about, oh, and then Josh goes and finds his bike. I could see Paul in his like garage, just like. And then all of a sudden, oh, a daily mountain bike rider video. <laughs> He's not in his garage. Oh, he is in his garage. He found his bike. My bike's right here. What an idiot. People are watching this. No, stop. Freaking out. Brilliant. <laughs> Oh, what's he going to do? Oh, he's bought some crazy freaking vehicle. Of course he has. Trying to stick to a normal car. He doesn't buy some crazy vehicle. He doesn't even have a bike in the thumbnail. And we all, everyone pooed on him for not having a bike in the thumbnail. What do we know? And then I said, nah, screw you guys. I'm going to do it anyway. Views. (laughs) Paul, you need to buy a three-wheeled van. Oh my god, Robin Reliant, and then have that inside the van, and then I can roll that out. A van inside yeah. the van. Yeah, no, oh, I think this, this is very much going to be a PewDiePie, <laughs> PewDiePie versus uh, T Series situation where every time I'm trying to catch up, Josh will just unleash something like, I don't know, a diss track or wait, don't do a diss track. Although that I would just, be, if you could pull that out of the bag out of nowhere, be, no, I, I just I, realized. I had like a gold video in my back pocket and I forgot about it until I was just thinking, what could I do that would just totally, I know exactly what I can do. I have a video that will destroy you. And this is all it is. Do you remember my bike on my scooter? Yes. I'm going to put the scooter in the mini truck and all I'm going to do is make a simple video called self-shuttling. And that picture alone of my scooter in my mini truck with my bike on the back, that is YouTube gold. Uh, I don't know. I don't know because you thought that the the ultimate scooter thing would take off and light the world on fire, and then uh, it didn't. Because Remember? I didn't get to the I didn't get to the bulk of the video soon enough. But now I'm mature, and so I'll literally start the video doing donuts with the scooter in the back and my bike on it. Gold. <clears throat> okay. Internet gold. You're just yeah. anyway. Huge, huge news. Regardless of the internet, uh, Josh, where did you ride this week? I, I assume you ride every day. I do, except when I don't, and I don't, <laughs> which is all the time. Yeah, right, so driveway. I <laughs> driveway ride account. I'll tell you guys, I rode this week in uh, undisclosed location 
for a i can't say too much because i don't think this person watches the channel but somebody i know i went on a secret mission up to a foreign place called kanata paul i don't know if you've heard of it um, are you serious yeah but no i didn't go that far but anyway i went on a secret mission and rode up there but only for like an hour in canada yeah and you didn't call Shay, did you, you make a video it? of crossing the border this time no. Oh, oh, guys, I, I literally just wait. Wait no. till after Christmas and I will tell you what I did at the border just to see what would happen. Are you sick? Oh, wait, no. You really did it? Wait, I why, are you waiting after why are you waiting until after Christmas? Because I went on a secret mission. I can't talk about it. So I literally, as I'm going up to the border, I thought, okay, I'm going to put my uh, hypothesis my, to the my test. Get in my holder. And guess what happened? Nothing. I'm here. No way. Well, now we know the answers, so you're going to get two people that are, are not going to watch your video because we know the oh. answer. After Christmas. Yeah. So you I just went on one secret? Okay, okay. I guess, I guess I can I, tell you. I know. I've, no, no, no. It's okay. I've figured it out. Yeah. I've, 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 I've put it together. Yeah. Cool. That's perfect. That's if, if it, I've, I'm assuming I'm right, and that's hilarious. Yep. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, me like, too. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> you guys. Though, just yeah, you listen, Shane, Shane has just as much information that I do. Like, there's no difference. It's just that I'm part Sherlock and I'm able to <laughs> synthesize the answer together and figure it out. All right. So, yes, I did ride, but no, no, nothing nothing too crazy. Shanene? Oh, nice. I went on two rides at a place called Cocapelli, which is really fun. My first ride, we went with the Danimal Squad, which is our friend who was paralyzed last year, and he rides an adaptive bike. We kind of ride as his spotters, and um, I don't think he needs spotters anymore. He's kind of to the point where he's just like, yeah, I could tip over, I could crash, but what's the worst that can happen to me? So he goes for it. So that was pretty awesome to just have a bunch of dudes hanging out, getting him out there. And then I took my wife, the crashing mom, to the horse thief drop-in. And this is what I have been dying to hear about. Yes. We took her to the horse thief drop-in to see it in person because even after watching all the videos, I know she's watched all the videos, but even for me, I watch a video. I even watch my own video and then I get back there in person and I pee my pants just a little bit Mm -hmm. because it's, it's stupid, scary. Mm. And since she saw that that's what I ride, she told me no more men, no more MTB for you. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm retiring. Shane, um, take it out of the podcast name. No more mountain bike anything. You're back to talking about kangaroos. Yeah, <laughs> kangaroos for me. Yeah, but no, that, yeah, it, you, you ride together a lot. Is that like? Is this like a first time thing, or is this like? We've ridden together maybe two or three times. We don't ride together a ton, but when we do, it's it's more like instead of hiking, we ride bikes because we get a lot further and you can see a lot more and. It's really fun. I love it. Shane, That's and you cool. just you just spoke to something that I, I've realized in my life and, and you found it out with your wife. Is like we've all heard of the GoPro effect, but there's like the danger effect as well. Like so many people, like my wife watches like all of my videos, like me doing crab apple hits on my hardtail or going off dirt merchant or like all these huge lines. She's like, Oh, that's that's cool. That looks like a big jump. Yeah. And then it's like, what? Like in my mind, I'm thinking you don't think there's anything dangerous about this? Like you have no idea in real life. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you see it, you're like, Oh 
gosh. Like if my wife would see me in real life going off a big jump, she'd be like, you probably shouldn't do that. Isn't that dangerous? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that dangerous? Isn't that no dangerous? More, no more, Josh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. And Paul, you said you did ride, but did you, you didn't share it all because you just had to tell people about the, uh, I, had, I had more pressing things to inform the Joey listeners about, but uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> I rode, and it was great fun, and it was just relaxing, and everyone was out because it's that time of year where kind of Whistler is getting unrideable, so everyone comes down to Squamish. Hmm. So we, yeah, we saw a whole whole bunch of people, and it was very slow, like almost to the point where it was like, oh, this is kind of is like chugging along. Oh, I also jumped on Zwift for the first time very excited uh, with Ooh. Joe from trail features and he rode the longest he'd ever ridden on, on his Swift sessions as he uh, comes back. He's had a bit of a heart thing. I don't know if you know this, like arrhythmia yeah. sleep apnea. Yes, that's it. Yeah. So he's, uh, he's come back and then we, we did an hour and 10 minutes, which was great. But yeah. also I'm pretty sure. So Josh, you have to calibrate your turbo trainer. If it's not been used for a while, it needs to be calibrated. Mm-hmm. And I thought I did it, but I guess the one on Zwift isn't that good. Or you have to get the turbo train to warm up for a bit before you do it. Uh, and I, ca- I must have calibrated it wrong because I was riding along and I was like, hey, look, I haven't been doing that much, but this seems really, really, really hard. So, oh, maybe that can be my... J- okay, we'll wait for the Jerry thing. But yeah, I'm rambling. Let's move on. <laughs> on to our one of our favorite segments. It's mm-hmm. last week's comments. It's last week's comments. So you guys want to talk for a minute? So I went and got a bike for my friend across the border. Brand new. I know. Oh, wasn't it? Is it for it wasn't for Jordan? No, no. It's for oh. one of my personal friends. No. Oh, okay. I thought it was I thought it was for like Jordan needed his diamondback bikes or something. And you were bringing two diamondback bikes over for him. Across the border. Oh, that that's why be- that's why I was so confident. That I'll admit confused. that I was mistaken. I'll admit that I was mistaken. No, I literally went over to Canada, bought a brand new, like brand new sparkly bike. Like just put oh, it in my it's car. It's for Christmas. Yeah. Put it in my car and then just drove back in the border. Hi. Hi. Going home? Yep. Have a good day. Nothing. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Nexus cards. Fuck. Yeah. You have to Literally. show your passport too, right? No, all you do is you scan your Nexus card. You don't even hand it to them. Literally on the way in, I just scan my card. Anything to declare? Nope. Bye. On the way back. <laughs> Huge box. Going Huge home? Box. Going home? Yep. Cool. Have a good one. Wow. What's a Nexus card? So a Nexus card is $50. All you need for it is like a clean record and a passport and then you get it's for five years and you get a special lane across the border you don't get interrogated and you get tsa pre-check for five years too Ooh, yeah that's cool. it's like it's like the biggest no-brainer in the world oh yeah unless so, you, so like, you don't have a uh, clean Canadian passport. <laughs> yeah when i when i go to like whistler when it's busy at the border like an hour and a half wait my wait is always one minute like that's it whoa yeah worth it Okay, ready for last week's comments? All yes. right, it is time for last week's comments. Shane, thanks as always for that great song. Hey, you're today. missing an you're missing an apostrophe here in oh, your title card. It has and to I, it's, it's funny, funny I bring that up because there is there is a guy that led like the save the apostrophe, and he just admitted defeat. It was like a BBC news story. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, he no just made a defeat, and that's why he's that's why he's given up. 
because oh, no. of millennials like myself. All right, last right. week we had a great topic. Uh, are there too many bros or not enough women? Uh, really talking about bro culture and culture in mountain biking in general. We had a lot of people respond, which once again, I think it was a good topic. Um, and the first person who responded is the one that somehow we've been able to keep him around. Brian, thank you as always. And I'm just so happy we got the pressure off my chest to realize he's just not that big of a deal. He's a smaller dude. All right. And it really, he's jacked. He's jacked. So uh, anyway, Brian said, I've seen a few places where women and men are 50-50 on the trails. Squamish, Asheville. Um, Bromont? Is that what Bro-mont. it's called? Yeah. Know. Yeah. It's like it is. I, it's in Quebec. Oh, uh, when I when I heard that, I just thought like. Hey, dude, where are you from? Bromont. Where are you from? Broville, dude. Sick. Anyway, uh, Lake Tahoe. He said, I think these are escape cities where the most outdoorsy and active women move to. Bellingham, I might argue, is one of them. Um, Adventurous women find other adventurous women, and it's a runaway snowball. Brian, I only have one question in response to that. If you're looking for an adventurous woman, woman, could you argue to move to one of those cities? Hmm. Hmm. Paul, what do you say? Uh, well, I did. Uh, it's not been working great so far. <laughs> no luck there. I have to go outside and not use Swift. That's what I need to do. Yeah, that, that is true yeah, every day. All right. And then Brian said, but these places are exceptions to the rule. Uh, he said, I would go with 9% female viewership on my channel. Um, and he goes, I think that's like a multi-million person sample. And he said, that's probably what he'd stick with. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, hmm. nine, nine women anywhere in the world seeing nine women compared to 91 men is about right. Mm-hmm. But at mountain bike destinations where they flock to, it's 50-50, right? Mm-hmm. I could see I think that. that's, I think that's probably a fair, fair calculation there. Oh, and, no, uh, I'll go, go ahead. I was oh. going to say, if we could get no, like... And, and I don't know if this would be the most accurate count, but it would for like be interesting for new bike sales. How many new bike sales are women specific bikes versus um, gender neutral, gender neutral bikes? I don't know. Just normal bikes. Yeah, but there's I, no, there's no male specific bikes. And that's, so I, that, and I realize I can't that, have yeah. that as a, because pretty much every bike is male specific. Actually, did you notice in the pink bike, big test, they had a Juliana bike and old James yeah. Huang was just riding it. And he's like, yeah, I'll just review this. They're just calling it the tall boy because that's what it was. Yeah. 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 Well, our friend Kerwin Warren, he said, when we're talking about female mountain bike YouTubers, he says, you guys forgot about Van Girl Yuka, Eric's wife. Yes. I realized this the next day. Yeah. And I felt, I felt terrible because Yuka you know, is actually like regularly putting out great content. The and thing is, is when we were thinking about those female MTB YouTubers. I was kind of thinking about those, you know, the Sprocket girls and the Donna Ellsworths and the dusty Bettys. And I think I classify Yuka as like a top tier YouTuber, regardless of, regardless of gender. Like I don't think of her as she's one of the female MTB YouTubers. She's just like one of my favorite YouTubers. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. No, but she is, uh, I no, we messed up. We didn't include her. In, in that list of in that list of people, so but, Aaron Turner says invite female guests, and same with Yannick. He says invite one of those female YouTubers onto onto one of the episodes. That's a great point. Maybe we should I, do that I, next week. Who's going to take a week off? Who's going to take wait December seventeenth? Doesn't that mean is that Christmas? Yeah, <laughs> it's close, Paul. It's do, you have fam- do you have families? Is that what families do? 
Yeah, I just don't know if we want any. Like, I even feel bad when Joseph's on here having to put up with us. Like anybody <laughs> else, it just breaks my heart for him, man. I think we it's could. Be fun. If we I had, do, a I, do have, I do have someone that would that lives locally that could. She would probably tear us all apart. She's uh, she's very much who I look to for my uh, modern male guidance. But and she did. She she said. I said. I sent her the podcast. Went. Oh look, you should listen to this because this is a topic that we discuss with each other. And then she said, "Did you get any female perspectives?" And I was like, <laughs> "No, Kristen. No, we didn't. We did not. Uh, Damn it! <laughs> Messed up again." Uh, so yeah, if we, I'll tell you what. Why don't we have it? So uh, if a female um, female listener reaches out, we will put her on. But however, I don't know. This this podcast isn't reaching as many people as um, as kind of our other YouTube channels. But if everyone goes and tells someone about it, then that would be great. <laughs> Tell a friend today. The Joey Podcast. Today. Yeah. Um, but we could do. It'd be interesting, I think. All right. AZ Dirt Life had an interesting comment, and I'm going to read this so that Paul can read his response. AZ Dirt Life, our good friend Ken, says, Josh is correct that there are significantly fewer women than men in mountain biking. If there were 50% women, you would see more companies targeting women specifically. Not sure why there were fewer women, but I bet the bro culture factors in. And then Paul said. (laughs) And then I I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Live, Juliana, Specialized Women, Scott Women, Trek Women, Yeti Betty, Fox Clothing, Troy Lee, Giro, plus all the other brands that are targeting women, plus <laughs> the fact that they sponsor people like Rachel Atherton, Tiny Seagrave, Kate Corney, Yolanda Neff, Emily Batty, Tracy Haller, Katie Winton, Isabel Kuduria, and Cecile Ravenel, etc., etc., all being used in media campaigns. Yeah, by companies don't target women, but they absolutely do. And then, Paul said, P.S., yes. sorry, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt kind sorry, of like, is this being a dick move? Cool. Well, I feel kind of I needed to give some evidence rather than just say no. They do so. Literally, literally like this was Paul. This will make you laugh. As I was reading your response, I went. My two thoughts: Didn't Yeti Betty? Didn't they stop making Yeti Buddies? Is that true, or am I imagining that? Mm, I think they're still around. Anyway, but my real thought was rachel atherton oh i've heard of atherton bikes somebody one of the guys downhill rides them and then i went tracy hana he was in a paul video then i went i don't know any of the rest of these but then she was she was in a paul video you just said i realized oh whoops i meant she uh oh gosh this is oh gosh and that's how i'm going to stop him getting to a hundred thousand a little bit of controversy and then i realized if Paul would have put a, the same number of men professional mountain bike riders, I'd be like, uh, oh, they were in a Paul video. Yeah. Oh, Jill, they, not he. Jill, Jill Kidner didn't even put Jill on there. What a terrible. Yeah. Now you forgot some good ones. Yeah. I, I think I could have named pretty much everyone, but I think the point is like, there's so many people when I was, you know, deeper in the industry, I guess. There were all the time it was like, what are you doing to target women? What are you doing to do this? Women, we really want to target women. So I think there's a lot. I think it's very it's, it's very positive. It's still early days. There's a lot of uh there's a lot of stuff to get through. But yeah, we should definitely have a, a female perspective on the podcast. I think that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Topic number one do, 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 do. is well, how controversial are we gonna be? Mm, maybe we could do like an e-bike thing that's pretty controversial right now 
yeah classic that'd be really uh, good yeah. uh let's do e-bikes okay <laughs> what about like uh R E? yeah that's a great idea what about R E M T B is a better workout now well, hang on mm. what do you think are they what do you mean are they a better workout who put forward this one who put forward Ooh. this topic i did i did two things okay. one uh, I saw it was about uh, probably about two months ago that the EWS is introducing an e-bike EWS series. And I assume I it's going to be called the EWS, <laughs> just like six E's and then WS. <laughs> e. Could you imagine the announcers? Welcome to the World Finals of the EWS. Going to be the news, news. Um, but I saw that and I thought, man, that is just so. This is my honest that that is so dumb. What have we come to? And then in our YouTuber, uh, our YouTuber mountain bike YouTuber community, people were talking about, yeah, um, they've they've haven't proven, but they've shown that like you get just as much, if not more, of a workout on an e-bike. And I read that and went, so dumb. So I I thought let's talk about it. Shane's just like how how can Josh just be so honest? I just I love e-bikes, guys. If you didn't figure that out yet, yeah. Well, I mean, if you've listened to our podcast for a while, we've talked about e-bikes before. Not we haven't talked about e-use, but we've talked about e-bikes. And Josh has said, "I will not ride an e-bike until Paul jumps onto the bag." Right? Or no? No, no. You had to jump the big jump on a line. The big jump on a line, and that I I'd almost love. So I've got some couple of plans, couple of downhill bike plans. We'll see how they go, but I would love to just get into it on on day one. But we'll see. You we'll should see. jump it on your new e-bike that you will be getting for 2020. Wow! And, and then Josh will have to ride one. And Paul will make some excuse when I say this, but Paul, I literally did that jump on my hardtail in case it's so bad. I'm taking it riding back. My name no. is John. No, 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 no. I did it on my heart. It's so bad. Comment it below. Fine. Is that how you it say this is how Josh sounds in the comments? Paul, I, I totally did that on my heart. Tell you're such a loser. Try, See, try it. That's how you just sounded. You think you're yeah. putting on a voice, but you sounded exactly the same. No, do you <laughs> Nothing know, sounded different. <laughs> no, no, do you know <laughs> so I, I actually, I think I was watching Jordan's video of that fateful day. Um, and I, I've noticed he took a bit of a different line and carried more speed in before the drop. And that's something I wasn't doing. So I'm going to try and uh, see if I feel a bit more confident taking the his The day line. you do is the day I ride an e-bike, not until. The same day. You just drop, you would drop everything you're doing and going, get back to the garage quick. All of a, all of a sudden, right, like, yeah, like increase. About it. My, my heartbeat will increase. I'll be like, oh my gosh, what's wrong? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. If Enos makes uh, an e-bike, I'll, I'll ride one. That's that's about it, though. That's uh, about it. Mm. Uh, yeah. So it, wait, so what do you mean? Like, back to the topic somehow. <laughs> We're doing are well, they, boy. Are they a better workout? I know there's some study that came out that said uh, that je- there's no, like, drop in the effort used or something. Yeah, that, was, that was like the, yeah. That was the discussion is like, it's you burn the same amount of calories you put in the same effort you just go further and i was like mm, don't buy it i don't buy but it who, where did the study come from that would be the first question that we need to ask i don't look Shane, for things really like trek.co believe it or not study shows e-bike riders get more exercise than cyclists 
That sounds like a little bit of BS, but I know there was an actual study like e-bike. As per usual, so repaired on this podcast. It's a great job that we're professional. Uh, Oh, we've got it. No, we can't have that website. What the hell is that? What the hell is that? Dude, she looks like really. She's going mountain biking, not just biking. Oh, look at that battery. Um, I'm going to pull up something. uh, I'm going to pull up something a little bit better here, which is. Um, pink bike sourced it. I think, yeah. Okay. The full study can be read here. Uh, I'm going to find this one and, oh, okay. Let me, let me show my, <laughs> let me show my, oh wait, Chrome tab. That's what I want. That's what you need. Isn't it, Josh? <laughs> that, that was one. it, Paul. Yeah. We, we prepared yeah, this. Don't look at, look at this. Look at this. Look how much more legit this is than Shane's thing. Heavily assisted mountain bikes. I'm sorry. I'm I sorry, Shane. Study comparison of the exercise response. Pers- oh, I can't even read that. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Just, I've saved you. Okay. The results. The average heart rate during EMTB was 94% of the average heart rate during conventional. Okay. So it was 6% lower on average heart rate. That's what they're saying. And it's I like, it? there's, not, there's not that much difference. That's what they're saying. But despite the, the despite the measured benefit, participants' perceived exertion while riding the EMTB was low. Okay, so what they're saying is that people um, people thought that they were it was easier, but actually it wasn't. That's what they're saying in this. Huh. My experience, I felt like it was just as hard, and I felt like I was getting just as much of a workout because I was like getting the workout on the ups and the downs. But- yeah, I I've ridden it. I've ridden one once. And at the end of the day, I just enjoyed going as fast as I could. So yeah. I just tried to pedal and go as fast as I could. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. If anything, I probably put more effort in than usual so I could maintain so, the speed. So I think it depends on how you ride it. And if you're out there just like, yeah, let's go fast. You can do that on the EMTB. But with the EU's application, I think people are going to be utilizing that to get up the hill without as much effort. So they might not get as much of a workout. Mm, I think, I think there needs to be like, so they did a a world champs E mountain bike race. Did you guys see that? Uh, Is that the one that was a joke? Uh, Well, they just rode the same course. So, and then, so what that meant is that there was no difference. Like the fitter you are, the the more likely you are going to be win the race. That's what everyone said. So if there was like an actual, like, E specific, do you know what I mean? Like the course yeah. was more suit. Like you had to manage your battery power and things like that. Like I think that oh. would, yeah, like that would be interesting, right? Did like, they limit them to like however much battery capacity they are? I don't know. What are they? Megawatts? To uh, gigawatts? No, it's not the capacity. It's not the capacity. It's just the top speed. That's the thing that. Yeah, I know. I mean. That would be governed, but I mean, like your battery size, because if you have to like manage your battery usage, does everyone say, okay, you only get this big of a battery to use? Mm, I don't know. No? Maybe. I mean, they have they have a weight limit in road cycling, don't they, on the bikes? Yeah. So, yeah. But so I they don't think- have a suspension limit on downhill mountain bikes. Mm. I'm just the thing I'm thinking through is like, I almost think that would be way harder because if you have e-bikes the expectation is you would be climbing more because you have an assistant but then you'd have to be descending more and i think about like that's a lot of descending like that yeah i think about like after the ews and whistler like 
all the descents we did, like with the lift axis, was like killer. And I was like, yeah, if you did that on an e-bike, that's I would that's not equivalent, but it would be a ton more downhill. It'd be interesting, I think. Yeah, with a yeah, bigger think, bike. Yeah, I think that's what they need to they'll need to figure out is like how can they make it different? Like, what do you guys think? What do you what would be different enough to make it interesting? Like, what what actual things would need to be on be on the course? You talking for use or for like a for use, circuit for, court? For, for use for use. <laughs> oh, obviously they'd have to have Teslas on the course. They would have to like get around or jump over. It's E, right? So Fox D. that'd be interesting. I'd watch it. No, I don't know. Like I think it ha- obviously had to be a way longer course, way more vertical feet of climbing. Um, yeah, I don't know what else though. Battery management would be the most interesting thing. Like if you could live report it, like oh. It looks like Johan Barilli is running out of battery and he's cutting and yeah. saying my dog chucks in. What? what? <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, that would be, I guess it would just have to be further, wouldn't it? But then that would mean higher costs because then you need more marshals. There's bigger safety concerns. Uh, what else is there? I don't know. There must be something like, or, or even just like a really steep section. Do you know what I mean? Like everything is just more extreme. Like the Super climb is way more like vertical. That'd be like, cool. Like that would be fun to watch. Like imagine a climb and they're like, this climb is impossible. But then because they've got the assistive power, then they can get up it. Oh, that that almost makes me realize like if oh, this is hot take. If you could limit the max speed to what is it, sixteen miles per hour? Twenty five? Mm-hmm. No, it's not twenty it's twenty five kilometers. So yeah, sixteen, uh, I think making I the think- uphills like an extended uphill part of the race that would be super interesting how do you mean like you would you wouldn't start at a at the a downhill section you would start like way downward and the first part of the segment is a climb then you drop into the downhill like that's part of the whole so section. you mean you mean have like cross country racing is that what you that's what you're describing no. like a circuit race are you like, talking enduro format but for yeah, you're talking enduro format for e-bikes. Enduro right? format, but you would be oh yeah, I guess I didn't specify. Well, I assumed that the e. We are talking about the use. Yeah, enduro, mm-hmm. but yeah, literally, it's like the difference is you start at the bottom of a trail and have like an uphill course, and then you have the super intense downhill. I think that would be interesting. Mm. Yeah, that would be cool. There, there have been a couple of races. Like, let me just dig into my big brain here. And the 2013 uh, Enduro World Series, which is the first series, there was this climb in um, in Les Deux Alpes, which is one of it's in France, and it was this climb was just like ridiculous. And I think Jerome Clemence put like 20 seconds into absolutely everyone. And I remember being sat there next to a media person and someone that used to race, and the result flashed up on the screen, and he actually like. Burst out. I was like, there is no way he's 20 seconds up. He's cheered. And he was just like, burst out. I was like, that's impossible. But he did. He just beat everyone because mm. he was bitter. What about you get to use your E on the way up, but on the way down, it has to be disabled. And you're you're pushing a big heavy bike on the way down. Mm, I mean, that wouldn't, I don't think that would change things that much. Yeah. No? No, I don't think so. Because most of the time you're going going above 25. Most of the time they're going, oh, I guess out of turns and stuff. Like if it was like a janky turn, then you'd have the like the. 
But then again, everyone's on the same level, whether you've got battery E or not. So yeah, mm. battery. So how do we make this interesting? Yeah, well, I think I w- as just said, you just got to make them longer and have actual climbing bits in. If you're doing yeah. an enduro one, yeah, yeah. I- I think our listeners need to definitely weigh in on how would you make an EWS uh, more difficult, more interesting, more fun for the riders. And should the three of us participate in an EWS 100? Mm. Interesting. Are you interested in doing another EWS 100 this next year? Yeah. Have you not seen? Well, I guess you guys on, on Brian's Patreon, but he's already training. He's yeah. Got- He's got like a training plan. Yeah. Good job. I've already started back in the gym. That's right, Josh. I'm training again. Are you doing CrossFit? Sure, I'm doing CrossFit. Are you being, ve- like, are you being vegan? Uh, dude, I, I'm like, let's talk about let's talk about it. You're not talking because about this enough if you're doing those two things. you got to be talking yeah, about this 24-7. I can, I can just be measured about it. Like, I could talk about it, but it's just like, I just go to the gym. Like, I don't need to tell you guys about it. <laughs> And if I don't tell you, then you might not think about training. So, uh, I mean, this year. Sorry, I was just going to say, I love how you talk about fitness like it's like storing up money in the bank. I started super (laughs) early. I mean, it's going to compound over time. I'm like, but it is. It is. This works. No, that's exactly what that exactly what it's like. You got to save. You got to store up some money. You know, you rent it eventually over time. It's like literally, if you work out perfectly every day for like six months, like the last like two months, you're going to grow like this much versus the first. Like four months, you're gonna grow like this much. Unless, yeah, okay, that's okay. That still rings true to what I'm and saying. Brian's still gotta beat me. Come at me, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, Josh, classic Ned Flood. Oh, J- shame we haven't realized that Josh's mustache is gone. Oh, your mustache is gone. Why is your mustache say, gone? Hey, we've got Ned Flat. Oh, we don't have Ned Flanders. Hey, we did get a comment. Oh, I'm back, guys. Stupid, Sorry. Uh, that's right. Flanders. He probably he probably saw him went. Honey, I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, no, but I've, yeah, back in the gym. I'm not going to do it as gnarly as I did last year because case in point, I had that one big crash and I was out for like two months and lost everything and all the, all the fitness and all the strength I had. And then I did the BC bike race and further got nailed just by exhaustion. But it's going to be a different year. But yeah, definitely EWS 100. Paul, no, it'd make a great video is you train for like two months country ma- race i there won't train at all and then we'll cross country race and see who wins i mean i in a cross country race i feel like yeah i would because it's not about carrying speed and technical stuff it's about blowing your back doors off well hot it's dogs all in the climbs it's all that jo- would be fun to see josh i've done cross country races it's it's one on the climbs no one cares about the descents it's nothing hey here's here's the real question paul we need to make like a like a joey podcast bet if we both trained and worked our hardest do you think you could beat me in a cross country race well it depends what kind of training you do like that's quite it's quite open-ended shane what do you think you're the you're yeah, guy it, in the middle it does depend on the training that you do and your watts per kilo to get to get sciencey here you're oh here hold up all right <laughs> oh gordon gordon welcome welcome yes yes it de- it depends on the training you do because ultimately i i think if i could choose one skills or fitness i choose fitness every single time because fitness will get you through the day i mean skills skills are great to have but if i could only choose one i'd choose the fitness 
Yeah, I think in cross country for sure. I mean, because Josh, remember when we were at Ciotta and I pointed out to you that my power to weight ratio was better. And then we did that one fitness challenge where we were both on equal standings and I beat you. But well, here's what I'm saying. Let's let's both train and then do a cross country race. And I'm curious uh, if you think who would win. I think it'd be a fun bet. There is some fun uh, like which, which cross country race that happens. You which cross country race should we do? But it can't be in Squamish or Bellingham. Because <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> mm. yeah, of course, uh, I don't know. The hometown of Funnily enough, they do do a cross country race at Veda, which we have just do. we've just signed up for. Both of us have just signed up for. But that would mean mm-hmm. more days, and we got to stay fit because Shane, huge announcement: me, Josh, and Nick Van Can are racing as a team. Oh, I love that idea. I haven't signed yeah. up yet, but I need to. You haven't? Oh. No, dude, you've, you've actually got to. Like, this one actually sells out. Okay. Please log on now and do it. Do it while you're doing this podcast. I don't know the dates, and I want to make sure I can commit. Just so buy I, the entry. Just buy the entry. Are you guys going to all race together? Race. Yeah, that's like, like I have going I have double, Yeah, I have double-checked. We all start at the same time. It's wow. our combined. But, like, here's the thing. Like, can we just gaps. Uh, you can give gaps if you want, but it's our combined time. So, I mean, technically, you could like you could like send the fast guy out by yourself. Do you know what I mean? But that's lame. Oh, like, the it, race is on Mother's Day weekend. Mm, uh, gonna have to find someone else. Just, just change the Mother's Day. <laughs> the weekend that you celebrate Mother's Day. Like, what? What's the difference between doing it the week before? Cool. If I uh, sleep outside for the rest of the year, you'll all. Why not just, go, why not just do the, all of the Mother's Day stuff, but the week before? Mm. Like, what? Right. Tell oh, me we're going to have to talk about this offline because. If you can I, rationally. I, I need team race. You, need, you need to do it because. Can it's all so the cool. married men listening to this podcast explain <laughs> to Paul that rational thought does not work? With your spouse, it, it just it doesn't. It, we, we I tried a thousand. Oh, look! Did you Shane? Shane's eyes just went. Mm, I don't know. I don't think you should say this, Josh. Wow. No, I'm I'm saying when my wife tries to like rationally speak to me about something, I'm just like, ah, no, no, I don't, no, I don't get it. And then when I try to speak rationally, it's like, no, I don't, I don't get it. It's a two way street. I'm not saying anything. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well saved. Well saved. We'll say that. I uh, still am in the hole. All right. Uh, so, uh, are we are we done talking about this topic? Any other comments? Let us know below. Yeah. I think we should move on to our new segment called Listener of the Week. Ooh. There's no and Shane, you have so everyone, please remind Shane through direct messages or however that he still hasn't recorded the theme tune for this song, and now he's making new segments that he needs to make new theme tunes for, and just making himself more in theme tune debt. I am in theme tune debt. I, you know, I'll- theme tune debt. <laughs> I'm gonna record yeah. that's theme tune debt. Uh, and you got a new bass too. Record that bass, man. Okay, listener of the week goes out to Mr. James Glezos. James Glezos is doing the Spotify thing where everyone is posting on their Instagram stories. I listened to this many hours of this this band, and these are my top band. You guys get the whole deal. I didn't do that. But he said, hey, guys, I listened to you guys on Spotify, and I just got the results from Spotify on your podcast of how much I've listened to you 
listen to you podcast. In total, I have listened to your podcast for 1,500 minutes. Keep up the great work. I'm so, so James, so 1,500 sorry. minutes, you get listener of the week just for that. Yeah. That's great stuff. That means I'm pretty sure that's like every podcast added together. Just doing some quick yeah. maths up my head, which everyone knows I'm incredible quick math. at maths. Look at that geometric algebra balancing, Gordon. Okay, that's, and we're back. That's 25 hours. That's a lot. Damn. Yeah, that's that is a lot. James, that's how we, we spent more time sitting here talking to to each other doing that. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we've made like 25 episodes. That's, that's oh my how it goodness. Works. What am I doing with my life? Why am I here? I'm over this. All right. It's time for the one, the only Joey of the Week. Is it you? Is it me? It's the Joey of the Week. And so to Joey of the Week, yes. Shane, who do we have? Joey of the Week. We always have to ask the question, who, what, when, and Aaron Gwen, oh, you were ready with it, Josh. Oh, For those of you on on the podcast, we have pulled up Aaron Gwen's Instagram, and Aaron Gwen, man, he's looking like an Instagrammer with his his artsy guitar with Ritz crackers on it. He did put a pretty cool one with some kid fans. I can get down with that. And then he also, what does he have? A living wall, a faux living wall on on his beautiful. See, this is what I used to love about Aaron Gwynn is that he would just post the random, most random stuff on here. Uh, He's not a Red Bull helmet. Good job, Aaron Gwynn. Make your sponsors happy. This this is a few uh, of my favorite things. Cell phone. This is a sponsored post. We can't do this. Crackers. Yeah. See? And you didn't even know. See, I after watching MTV Allen's video, like interviewing Aaron Gwynn, I was like, oh, he seems like a nice guy. Kind of feel bad for roasting him constantly. <laughs> <laughs> We're not roasting him though. We're actually. Oh, I, oh, I roast oh. him. I roast him. It's an ask ask me anything thing. Oh, he didn't. Oh, ask did he did post a video? Oh, oh god, we don't have enough time. We don't have enough time. But if only everyone could go on there and say, "Will you be on the Joey podcast?" <laughs> that would be amazing. <gasps> wait, wait, Shane. When was it posted? When was it posted? Uh, it's it's active. An hour ago. Oh, it's oh, a Firefox thing. Paul, we got to get this out. We got to get everyone to ask Paul. Fox, will you be on the Joey podcast? (laughs) Oh, God. At the time this comes out, I don't know if this will be available. Joey, mountain bike, mountain bike podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So, Fox bike posted this six hours ago. Oh, I mean, we could, in theory, if I just grinded it out and posted the thing. I mean, it's it's completely possible. Guys, everyone so listening. When did Fox post this? Six, okay, six hours ago. Will you be on the podcast? But then everyone's got to like get up. Everyone's got to take action from this. Shane, mm. you got to create that link. Wait, should we just wait? Should we just stop the podcast now and record a thing at the to have at the beginning the actual intro? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Make a note. Make a timestamp. Make a timestamp note. And cut. <laughs> okay. Uh, wait. What are we? What bit are we at now? Oh yeah, the journey of the week. <laughs> This is the most important part of our whole podcast, Paul. God damn. Okay. So, uh, first, Joey, we had some Joey nominations, which was fantastic. Yeah. Which means uh, that people are writing because last week people didn't write. So they were all Joey's. And there has been kind of Michael Lowe four days ago from when this was read. 
my Joe of the week is recently he put a. I, wait, are we doing third person or first person? We'll do first person. Really yeah. My Joe of the week is I recently put a new rear tire on and pumped it up to around 40 ish PSI to set the bead. I nice. forgot to drop the PSI back down and went on a ride. It took me eight miles to figure out why I kept spinning out on the climbs. I felt really dumb. Lol. Mm, pretty Jerry move. That's a classic Jerry move as well. Although he says spinning out on the climbs. is like, is he saying that it's too easy? Or does he no. mean sliding out on the climbs? He might be training for ease. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Like it was slipping a ton. I was just going too fast. Oh, God. Okay. Mm. MTB Landon, look, he's back. Yes. Hi-ho. Another old but gold. I vote for my I vote for my mate Frank again for Joey. He's back. He's back. What? Frank, he's back again. Oh, was, oh yeah. It's always Frank. Yeah. It's supposed to be me just kind of off mic being kind of yeah, like, off mic. like a rapper when they go, they double up on some certain words anyway carry okay, so this, this is a bit lengthy I've, I've already pre-read this i came prepared him and his buddy frank they went to this bike park and frank didn't put his dropper post down and went off this jump crashed and his saddle broke his saddle in particular happens to be a 200 saddle i don't know if it's carbon rails or spider web saddle whatever but it broke in half so frank wick went back to his house and got another seat off of his other bike, off of his dirt jump bike. And he did it again. Same jump, crashed, broke his $200 saddle, drives home again, swaps the seat off of his downhill bike, goes back to do the same jump, and boom, even worse crash. And yes, the third seat busted. No way. $700 of saddle damage off of this one jump. That's also Jeez. 700 euros. Find a new saddle. 700 euros so that's more than more than dollars and i'm like who would buy three saddles over 200 dollars? and i was like oh wait we all have that one friend yeah 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 what what is that 200 euros i like, know mtb and land didn't let us know what this is what saddle is this oh that's terrible well needless to say i think frank once again wins joe of the week because that is a pretty uncomp that's uncomparable but, oh, yeah. but but wait, our good bud Sam Webb, who was the listener of the week last week, he said his joint nomination was him and one of his friends, Josh T, not to be confused with Josh the Daily. We're at Rushmore Bike Park, and he said he followed him into a jump line. He heard a scream in front of him. It turns out that his friend had forgot to drop his seat post and went over the bars on a 20-foot gap. He said it was absolute gold. He smashed his brake lever, but he was fine. I have definitely gone to press into the lip of a jump and realize my seat is right there because I didn't drop it. That is the most terrifying joy moment you you can make right there. Um, so we've got some good nominations. What about what about you guys, Paul? You had one day to enjoy. Well, I, day. yeah, I'm gonna say I guess my Jerry move was not calibrating my turbo trainer and then going on a ride and being like, oh, this is actually really hard. And then it was probably because I set it up wrong. So that was pretty, that was pretty jury. In the, world of, in the world of Zwift, that was a pretty jury move. Well, just doing Zwift, I think, is your jury of the week. Exactly. Uh, here we go. Road you've, to been, you've been talking about wanting to do, you've been wanting to do a Joey MTB podcast with all of us on Zwift together. Yeah. Now, this is, this is completely possible. So we can use Discord 
the the audio is great we can set up live mics and everything like it would be super easy and we could do the whole podcast while turbo training on Zwift and riding with each other mm. which i think it really we have to do it because we can that's why it's like 10 i could i could get you guys a free membership yes but, but it's you like can? Wow. It's like it's like ten bucks a month. Like you guys are doing all right. You could also you could also manage ten dollars a month. I'll do Shane, it do you have a trainer? I of course he does. He's ex Iron Man. He's got- I have a trainer and I have a road bike and my road bike has a power meter and I don't But is I, it like a smart resistant Wi Fi trainer? A smart resistant trainer. No, it's not. Uh, I mean it's still like it's still relative. It's just more fun if you have a Yeah. You know, I mean, if you guys, they this is not again not sponsored, but Swift has got like a thirty day trainer thing. So if you ordered a trainer, you could have it for thirty days, and then if you don't like it, you can send it back. Oh, maybe we could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got I got my kicker core trainer at the REI garage sale for four hundred dollars. Oh, uh, dude, that's sweet. Oh, please plug it in, Josh, because they have a mountain bike thing on there as well, so we could actually race each other. Like, I'm not racing you virtually while doing a podcast. I my life. No, no, no not podcasting. We just do that re- regularly. It's so. I'm it's not so, racing you on the internet, Josh. Josh, when you when you get into it, you'll completely change your tune. Mm. <laughs> um, but I mean, like fly off the trail and fly off your bike. Uh, I think you can't. Like you have to steer. Like that's the thing they've put in, right? That you have to steer. Oh. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. It is. It's cool. It's cool. Like when you get into Watopia, you'll be like, okay, this is fun. And it's better when you are talking to people as well. It makes it more enjoyable. Oh God. I'm not, uh, Paul, I know if I put my Zift. What was the point of buying that turbo trainer, Josh, if you're not going to use it? It was snowing for two months last year and I wanted to be fit. And then now I look at it and it makes me think of e-bikes and I'm disgusted. Anything Uh, I got to plug into ride, stupid. Anyway. Paul, oh, you, you did a video about like wanting to be fit and getting to a certain weight goal. Oh, that and, was a long, long time ago. The goal is to get in very good shape this year. Don't worry. Paul, I will tell you right What's afterwards. The What's the video called? What's the video called? It has, to be, need, it has to be recorded. We need to finish Joy of the Week. Yeah, but just... T- okay, I'll find it. Frank gets it. Yeah, Frank gets $100 worth of saddles. 100% Frank. Thank you for the nomination, MTB Alandon. <laughs> he's got the best ones, that's for sure. What if I search fit on his channel? Will I find it then? Oh, I think I might have taken it down. I don't remember. No! Because we never did a follow-up. I never did it. I failed miserably. Are you going to do one for New Year's this year? Uh, I don't really... Well, I don't really do New Year's resolutions. Maybe that would be a good uh, podcast topic. Should you make mountain bike New Year's resolutions? Just saying. But we'll say that for New Year. Yeah, let's talk about it. That's <laughs> <laughs> the next video in my garage. That's going to make me beat Paul to 100,000. Who knows? Oh, can you imagine? I'd be well, so crushed if I got beaten by that. I will say, <laughs> if you want to do a New Year's resolution, like get fit video, you got to put it out before the end of the year. And if you're doing like a 30 day challenge, you had to have started in December 1st or November. Hence the water tracking. Oh, I drank, water. I drank more water for 30 days. And this is how much faster I got on a man bike. 
That's how much I had to pee. And I film all the pee. It's a POV of peeing. Clear. <laughs> Paul, the video is still alive. You can find it. Don't you worry. What's it called? What's it called? People right. want to know. Come on. I'll tell everybody at the end of the podcast. And I think we're about wrapping up for the amount of time that we should record. So <laughs> if you want to go and see the video about my weight loss resolution, type That's in cool. youtube.com slash daily mountain bike rider, and then find the video that says,